Yes! The jackass. First frontier. Intro for your ass. The vision is vivid, the way the picture is painted A lot of young rappers think I'm just severely thinking About income or money, they really ain't making They must have me mistaken, ain't no thinking on my end Is it dividends, is what a nigga really feel Not the richest nigga lie, but no one is broke Let me get back to the words, fucking vibe for Game full of shit, stop for feet to flush the toilet Rap niggas is poison, bell bend the ball on the ankles of the rest of these niggas On that boat, smoking dishes, niggas tripping in the lyrics, get on my spitting garbage, I'm down in here The air is filthy, it's hot to be clear like a fan in the kitchen I'm just not catching nothing that y'all pitching My circle best and the best, the rest there's no need to miss it The stars here, the rest is time to build them I waste niggas, waste music, then I'm here to race Eradicate, terminate, finish it, finale Third jacket for the journey, so don't mind me My behavior is violent, well I guess you'll see I'm a seasoned product of the DMV And I'm here with the most wonderful, illustrious co-host, aka hostess with the mostest yes. yes, April Golden Goddess. It's me. How y'all doing hey. tonight? How you doing? How things on your end? How you doing? Man, let me tell you. You know, things are going good. I can't even lie. But this last week, last week. Thanksgiving week, it kicked my ass. All you was cooking. I well, I worked all week until Wednesday. Oh, and then so Wednesday, um, it was supposed to be slow, but you uh-huh. know, people from the, who work for the government don't have no lives, so they go to work every day. And um, I, I was on my tenth I was able to. Get a lot of stuff done on uh-huh. Wednesday, and um, good thing my sister in law did come. Thank you, Jesus. Um, because we prepared for like if she wasn't gonna come and the things that she was gonna cook, I was gonna go ahead and cook. Uh-huh. So she she did come and she ended up cooking those things, and um, so everybody contribute, like I cook. My man cooked. She cooked to a par. He cooked the ham and the turkey. Yeah, but, he did. Um, he did but the, the men do. He cooked the meats. Yeah, he cooked the meats. And um, it went well. So on Thursday, the only thing that we did was <clears throat> he cooked the turkey, the ham, and I made some um, gravy. And that was basically it. And about um, 12, o'clock on, 12 o'clock on Thursday on Thanksgiving, we were eating. At noon? Yes, at noon. I, at noon because um just chilling. Yeah, it was early. Chilling and eating all day, you know, sleep up, sleep up, playing games and um that wasn't no damn Thanksgiving. That was that was brunch giving. No, it was after 12. So <laughs> it was, you know, and um so Friday I end up getting up at four o'clock. And getting on the road and driving eight hours to South Florida, 
because wow. um, we had a family day. Um, I, I really coordinated it uh-huh. and with me and my two other cousins. We coordinated it and went down there. I And I know from that trip, you know, that because of age and stuff like that, I cannot take that. Tri- it was me and my kids, but yeah. I cannot drive that trip anymore. It almost ain't that bad. No, it's not that bad. Um, it is that bad, but it's not that bad. But um, I have developed an anxiety of bridges. So oh. going into Jacksonville. That one and, big bridge. Yeah, like it kicked my ass. Like I literally had and, and that, a panic attack and I had to keep it together. And that bridge is okay. You definitely don't want to come up this way then. No, he's talking in. about the Chester somebody, Chester somebody bridge or whatever. Chesapeake Bridge. Yeah, bridge. he was telling me about the, that. Yeah. The Brooklyn Bridge in New York. Like, there's some bridges I've, you just don't want to cross up here. I've never had that issue before. Not mm-hmm. granted, it's been about three years since I've been down there. Yeah. But, um, what I was... Say, I, I can tell you what it is, though. It's like, it, it, we're getting older, right? So, we are more worried about things that could take us out. So, like, for instance, I like I jump out of airplanes. I jump out of airplanes. I like I I'm not scared of heights at all, right? I can walk to the ledge of a mountain and look down. I can mountain climb. I do all that stuff. But it's something you know at the at the amusement park that little thing that goes up and it swings, and you just sit there and go real high and just be swinging around. Mm-hmm. It's something Come on, the yo yo at the fair. No, 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 not the yo yo. Like at like Six Flags, you know they got the real real tall swing. Yeah, that's what it goes, and it just goes around and around. I like that. I'm not scared of that. But, but this one goes real, real high. Now, something mm-hmm. about that makes my stomach queasy. Look, I don't know why. I, I, can, I can jump out of planes. I can do all this stuff. But it's something about that thing. I get on it. It feel like the seat's about to break off the chain, and I get thrown on the highway. Man, <laughs> it was a whole thing. Like, when I had just got off the phone, um... <clears throat> with George and I was like, oh my God, I got off the phone with him too quick. You know, I didn't realize that I was that close to the bridge. Yeah. And then I'm going, I'm like, oh my God, I can do this. I can do this. I can do this. I can do this. And I'm just constantly saying I can do this. And my kids in the back, yeah, mom, you can do it. You can do it. I'm like, I can do this. I can do it. And I'm like, my pits are sweating. My back is sweating. I'm like <laughs> shaking, holding the wheel and shit. Yeah. Like, oh my God, I can do this. I can do this. <sighs> Like it was a whole big thing, and le- and then on the way back, uh-huh. um, I told George I was like, I'm gonna call you when I get close, you know, to, to it because I need you and the kids to kind of like coach me through the thing. And it was like crazy, like, and I showed my kid, like, showed him my hand, how my hand was just like shaking, out my heart was just racing, and it was very scary. Up here, they they got people that were they were um like a Chesapeake Bridge. You can pay somebody and they would drive your car over for you and then you know what I'm saying until you get to the other side. And then on the um the 301 bridge, they got police that will escort you. One they'll follow you over the bridge, make sure you're okay. All right, look, I told him that from then I say, look, I know that from that experience. I can't make this drive down here by myself like that no more. Either I'm flying or I'm yeah. riding. Yeah, yeah, for real. But I'm definitely not driving. I don't like that feeling at all. Um, I've had, you know, anxiety and had panic attacks before, and that's not a good ass feeling. 
You know no, what I'm saying? It, it's very draining. It's scary. Yeah. And you have to like really, it's like. Yeah, for real. Anyway, went down there, had the family day, had a good time. Uh-huh. Can't got up um probably about like six on Sunday and drove back. It made it all the way to um Port St. Lucie. Uh-huh. Then it rained from Port St. And I don't drive in like rain either, but this wasn't like I'm not gonna say it was a storm rain, but it wasn't like them hard big ass drops rain. It, it, it was, was like, like misty. misty. Yeah, it was that misty rain. Yeah. So um drove back, got it back about five in the afternoon, and I was so happy to be back. I was just like, thank you for allowing us to get down there safely and come back safely without any issues. <clears throat> okay. But that's good though. You got a chance to spend um time with family because you know what I'm saying? That's what we're gonna talk about. That's one that what we're actually gonna talk about tonight. Like yeah, family, family day. The, the the connectivity with families, um, how um in our community, some a lot of families are broken, stuff like that. You feel what I'm saying? So, like, I'm glad you got a chance. Perfect to, topic. Yeah, great topic. Because we're in the holiday season, and this is time people all be together. Like, for instance, um, everything's been going good with me and everything. But for Thanksgiving, I didn't spend time with no family, and all my family is here. I didn't. I just didn't bother. You didn't, you didn't go bother, anywhere. Nope. I ain't bothered. I ain't bothered messing with. Them. I my siblings. All my siblings are here. All my my my. Family's here. I was like, man, because I don't celebrate holidays. So it was like, it is but you it, grew up not celebrating holidays, right? That's yeah. not nothing new. I, I mean, I was like, I, I take the free day off. Shit, you know what I'm saying? But yeah, but everything been good uh, on my end. You know what I'm saying work is going. I'm in a um, uh, contract that also represented level level two course. Like you know what I'm saying? I'm trying to make some moves. You know what I'm saying? The um, my fifth book is almost done. You know what I'm saying? Like uh, all the corrections and all that stuff. So it's like it's getting there. It's getting there. And then uh, I've been booking up for events next year, like uh, networking events, vendor events, uh, book book fairs and stuff like that, and and um, signings. Like I think, like right now, last I checked, I was at like 47 events for next year so far. So oh, wow. Yeah, so you know what I mean. It, it, but twenty twenty four has a positive outlook. So, yes. Yeah, things things are going good. You know what I mean. Yeah. yeah. So with that being said, you know what I'm saying. <laughs> Everything's going good. We talk about family. Now let me tell you. Story time with me. Story time with you. All right, listen. Since we talk about family, I'm gonna tell you about a time that I had fun with some family. Okay. Yeah. So back in my younger, more reckless days, alcohol-infused days, right? Okay. Well, this was this wasn't that alcohol-infused because this was happening during the week. This was happening all the time, right? Okay. So, you know, in the winter months at, at Fort Drum, it gets cold up there. And some of the people who listen to this show Especially uh, like my partner Buck and all them, they they know. What I'm <laughs> right? So, um, I lived in the neighborhood, and it was a it was a. Um, I had some neighbors. They was cool as hell, man. We used to drink, chill, talk, whatever the case may be, right? Just hang out, just hang like we would just hang out. So anyway, so 
the the daughter was the like the daughter was like like 25, 26, the mom was like 42, 43. So they mm -hmm. was like all like in the same little age group. And the, the sister was the younger one, the sister was like 18. That's so definitely not the same age group, but okay. Yeah, no, I'm talking about at the time. At the time, we was in the same age group. She was in the 40s, she was in the 20s, and I was in between. Oh, okay, okay. Yeah, it's just that the 18 year old wasn't, you know what I mean? My wasn't want nobody worry about that. So anyway, <laughs> so man, we was out there, we were barbecuing, stuff like that, having a good time. And at the time, the daughter was mad at her boyfriend, one of my partners. She was mad at him. Like, yeah, you know, blah, blah, blah. I'm tired of this. You need to talk to him, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. I said, I ain't talking to nobody about shit. That's not my place to do that, right? Mm -hmm. So he called me. He was like, hey, man, I'm about to come over there. I said, you're not about to come over here. You're not about to bring me into nothing you got going on. Mm -hmm. I, I don't want no issues. I'm not coming in between nothing y'all got going on, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. So um, he shows up anyway, comes over. They out in the front arguing, yelling. I'm like, hey, man, y'all cut that shit off before somebody call the police. Like, what are y'all doing? They mm -hmm. arguing, fussing, yelling at each other. I was like, what are y'all doing? So anyway, I said, fuck it. I'm going in the house, right? So I go in the house. I sit down on my sofa. Boom. So I drink a Hennessy. So I drink a Hennessy. So I hear a car skirt off. I say, there he go. I'm like, man, why are you just scooting her up like that? And the man, and he had a wife anyway, so I don't even know why he was hanging, fucking around with the girlfriend, with the, the side chick like that, arguing with the side chick, and you got an uh, old lady in the house. So anyway, so she came and knocked on my door. Boom, 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 boom. Why did you help this, 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 and this? So I was like, man, shut up. I don't date none of my business. What y'all got going on? Did he hit you? I like, no. I was like, okay, come on in here, sit down. We started drinking. Boom. She started talking, whatever the case may be. You know, then one thing led to another. I knocked her down. Right? So I was like, okay. <laughs> I knocked her down. I said, Dad, I got cracking jokes. Damn, I can see why he busting over this. He trying to leave his own label. It was good. I was like, God damn. You know what I'm saying? So Oh, <laughs> like, for real. So like a week later, uh, a week later, me, her, her mom, um, and her sister, I don't know how she finessed her way into the club, but we all went to the club and a couple of my homeboys and stuff. We went to the club, we was in there partying, having a good time and stuff like that. Boom, boom, boom. Mm -hmm. And I was the soberest one, so I was driving. I was the soberest one. Cause we was we was all fucking past the limit. Mm -hmm. So when we get back, the 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 daughter was like all touching me and stuff. I said, "Get your hands off me in front of your mom." You know, saying stuff like that. Well, okay, maybe get your hands off of me. So when we get back, the dude is there. The boyfriend is there. So they start talking, and then she gets in the car with him and leaves. Right? Mm -hmm. Then she gets in the car with him and leaves and stuff like that. So I said, like, all right, I said, all right, you good now? Everything straight with you? She's like, yeah. The mom goes up, upstairs, the daughter goes upstairs. At 1 30 in the morning, I get a knock on my door. I think is old girl, the daughter that I popped off. No, 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 no. It was the mom's. Mom's knocked on my door. It's like, I I ain't been with nobody in a minute, blah, blah, blah. I just want to get this off my chest. I said, get what off your chest. Man, she came in there. Took her clothes down off, 
Got a slob in my knob. It went down. Popped <laughs> off the mom and the daughter, right? So I'm like, yeah, it's a family affair. Ooh, 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 ooh. So the daughter came back early from what she was doing, and she was arguing. Mm-hmm. And she the house and realized that moms weren't there. Mm-hmm. So uh, the next morning, moms left because I knew where the daughter got it from because mom's shit was fire. I was like, God damn. Mom's shit was fire. It is what it is. So anyway, <laughs> so she goes, um, she, uh, she goes back down. She's like, no, where you at? Blah, blah, blah. Where were you at last night? Stuff like this. So the daughter comes over later. It's like, did you fuck my mom last night? Did you fuck my mom? I was like, what you talking about? It's like, you're so disrespectful. You fuck, your, you fuck my mom. So I said, no, I don't know what you're talking about. Any questions like that, you need to ask your mom. It's not, I don't know what you're talking about, right? Two days later, the daughter comes over, and I'm like, yeah, we just sitting and talking. She's like, I said, nah, I'm good. Just go because you got too much going on. An hour later, the mom comes over. Mom goes over. I knock mom's down again. When I knock mom's down again, I was killing on my sofa. The daughter was standing at the door. Thing sat right there, literally. It was like, I was the door. She was leaving. So I cannot believe you, mom, blah, blah, blah. They got into a fist fight. And I was like, what is going on? Like, the mom oh, and the daughter? Yeah the, yeah, the mom and the daughter got into a fist fight. So I was like, what are y'all doing? Y'all need to take this shit so well. So me, I, I close the door, lock it, and I start looking through the people, right? So this would make it worse. The youngest daughter called the ex-husband, both of their father, and told them they, they was wilding out and all that stuff. Mm-hmm. Man, he showed up, and he was like, he come knock on my door, boom, boom, boom. Hey, man, you know, what's going on? Blah, blah. Man, I don't know what's going on. I said, bro, take that shit somewhere else. I don't know what's going on. He said, he said, man, this is my ex-wife, but she's the mother of my children, blah, blah. I said, man, I don't care about none of that, right? Mm-hmm. None of it. Like, I don't care about none of this stuff. So mm-hmm. I said, man, everything I got going on, keep it over there. So come in full circle, right? So the... um. The mom remarries, right? Mm-hmm. The daughter has two, three kids. And this is when they get older. She's like in their 30s now. Mom's is almost 50. And you know what I'm saying? Come full circle. I was I was down at Fort Leaper training, and I seen them. And I was like, hey, how you doing? Blah, blah, blah. I was out in Hampton having a good time. Guess what I said? Who? The youngest daughter. She was 23 at the time. 23, 24 at that time, because some years had passed by. And guess what happened? The trifecta. I knocked the, the, the youngest one down, too. And that story time with me, how it was became a family affair. <laughs> That's horrible. <laughs> That's horrible. The mom and both of the daughters. The story That's time horrible. with me. You know what I'm saying? That ain't nothing to be proud of. Hey man, the trifecta. We talk for this show is about family. Now, not all with that being said, you breaking up families. Oh, yeah, we talk about families, right? So that's a good way to start out with, with that kind of family affair. I guess. You know, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> not 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 all families are together. No. Not, not all families are together, not all families are broken. But what I've noticed is in our community. There are a lot of broken families. There, I think more down south, southern families stick together more. 
Some of the fans stick together more. They're not you know, as much infighting. They would go out in the front, drink some liquors to get the fist fight, and then go back and watch the game together. That's not happening up here in this area, up here in the Northeast. People's uh, killing their own, their cousins and brothers and stuff like that. What? Like, yeah, killing siblings over dumb stuff, money, jewelry, girls, stuff like that, right? So mm -hmm. it's, it's the holiday time of season and everything. And like I said, when we started, when we were talking uh, earlier, for Thanksgiving, I didn't go see none of my family. And I didn't care to see them. I just didn't. So I don't we now that we're talking about this, right? So mm -hmm. on your end, you did something that was togetherness, right? So what are some of the things, what are some of the things that uh keep your family in a lot? Some of the things that you know that keep them everybody wanting <laughs> to get together and gather. Well, um When my brother was living, you know, he was here in Georgia. We would try or make a better effort of seeing each other and doing things during, you know, for the holidays. Either I would go, oh, my glasses hurt me. Either I would go to Atlanta or he would come here. Uh -huh. um, and since he was here, um, I kind of really stopped going back florida a lot like as much right uh -huh. so my family from south florida we after my grandma passed in 2004 everybody just kind of like dispersed like they went their own way during the holidays we didn't you know get together anymore my auntie tried to hold it together but yeah wasn't anybody kind of like you know trying yeah. to do it anymore yeah oh, so on my mom's side, I was in, in 2010, once uh, my grandmother died, everything just fell to the wayside. Everything right. did. Yeah, it was like she was the glue that was keeping everybody together. And then right. uh, one of us was trying to do things at her house, but she was the she was the um, the greedy, mean aunt, and people really didn't like going around. They, they would laugh right. and then frown in your face while she's out. <laughs> right. <laughs> well, now... <laughs> Since it's been a while since we've done anything, yep. and all the elders are pretty much like dying off and stuff like that, um, we've been these last two years, yeah. So these last two years, we've been trying to revamp like family gatherings, mm -hmm. like getting together, doing something, planning something. Like I said, I went home for a family day. At first, I was, you know, because the weather was kind of fucked up. And like I said, I don't travel in no storm type weather. Like I have, a, I would freak out. Yeah. So, um, excuse me, I almost decided not to go. And then George was like, no, I don't want you not to go. Let me look at the radar or whatever, whatever. Let's see how the weather's going to go. So I was like, okay. Yeah. So the weather was all right. Even my cousin, she was like, well, let me try to find some flights. No, because first of all, I don't like driving to Atlanta two hours, go get on a flight, come home, and then drive another two hours to come home. I don't want to do that shit. I don't, it might be good for somebody else, but it ain't good for me. Like when I get off the goddamn plane, yeah. I want to be right where I need to fucking be. You know what I'm saying? So even here. I was, yeah, I was like, even when I went on the, um, 
that cruise, I'm gonna tell you, I was out there for seven days. And when I came back, DCA is only 10 miles from me. I still felt like that shit was too far. <laughs> no, that ain't far. Look, so here we got a, only, we only have a regional, and it's only Delta and American Airlines fly out. So my girl's like, well, won't you um try to split up the flight, do like a one way and all that? And I was like, no, I was like, for a flight, first of all, it was last minute. You know, around Thanksgiving. And I said, for the flight at that time, for me and my two kids, a uh, round trip, leaving from here or leaving from Atlanta, yeah, started trip. off at 1400 And I was I like, no, I'm not going to do that. I was like, it'll be cheaper for me to drive. I originally want to drive. And I was like, but if the weather is not conducive for me and how I can handle that shit, I'm not coming. Yeah, yeah. So, but you, but you went there. You made you made a positive effort to go. Right? Yes, I made but, a positive effort to go because, yep. for one, I wanted to see my family. It's been a while since I've been down there. For two, we were doing a family day, and yep. three, I was one of the coordinators for it. Yeah. So, um, but it ended up being good. You know, my uncle's wife, she's still living, which is my grandmother's sister-in-law. Yep. Um, it was my grandmother's brother, um, my Uncle Bill, my grandmother's brother. Uh, he passed, but his wife is still living. And she's 97, you know. Yeah. And then we had, like, some family to come that came from Bahamas. Um, Auntie, Uncle Bill's wife, she lives in um, PA. So they came down, you know, and pretty much spent the weekend and stuff like that. And yeah. it was a good time. It was a good time. I'm glad I went. Yep. And, um... We were talking about um, trying to get the family involved in more stuff. So we had this thing where I was a part of, like I said, I orchestrated it, me and my other two cousins, for the family day. And then we had a cousin who had did the family reunion a couple of years ago. And, um, you know, I understand that she did it and she, you know, did her thing and worked with it. But times have changed. You know what I mean? And you can't be stiff hold on something that you're used to first of all um the location that she wanted to have in have it in we're not from there and we've already had it in that location multiple times uh -huh. and then she wants to have this emphasis on this like you know formal night ballroom trying to witness ballroom i'm like Man, come on now like that's old school shit we're not times have changed yeah that's what I'm when niggas get together the only thing they want to do is drink Play cards and eat. That's it. That, that, mm -hmm. We don't need that formal shit. <laughs> right. So we're talking about, you know, just throwing different ideas out there. And it's like, okay, if you come, you, if you can come, you can come. If you can't, you can't, you know, we'll post it and let everybody know. And then they'll see it and be like, oh, okay, well, I want to join that next time. Not waiting on somebody to count somebody's pockets. Well, I don't want to ask them for this because that's not your job to count their pockets. If they can come, they can come. If they can't come, they can't come. It ain't no sense of waiting. What you waiting on? If you be waiting on everybody, we'd be waiting forever. And that and that's another thing when it comes to you know us getting together at family. You know, nobody, everybody wanna just come. Don't nobody want to contribute to some shit. You know what I'm saying? Or got somebody an old head stuck in their ways, not trying to evolve, and they want to do shit day way and that's not how it's gonna go we got all yeah. these you know like i said times have changed but yeah um I mean, you know certain, certain people certain people set in their ways though you know what i'm saying and and that's one of the things when when it, 
when when you're evolving and stuff right there, right? Some sometimes in, in the family, there are people they want you, they don't want you to evolve. They want to keep you in the same place that they knew you were or knew you as, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. So that that's I, I think to me that's kind of a hindrance. Now on, on my end, right? So um I've I've always been the one like, hey, let's do a family reunion, let's do this, hey, let's do something together as a family, blah, blah, blah. But it gets mm. tired keep asking on my dad's side of the family on my dad's side of the family i said hey y'all let's do a family reunion get everybody together blah 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 me and my cousin sat down we brainstormed a place me and my cousin tammy we brainstormed the place um what time we gonna do it what david's gonna do it blah 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 and people showed up my dad showed up a lot of the the, the cousins and nephews and nieces and and my my siblings showed up, stuff like that, and this was a couple of years ago. So, yeah, and that's what it's about, you know. Just and it, um, it's about the mindset. If you yep. want to be there, you'll be there. Yep, if you exactly. want to do it, you will do it. Yep. you know what I mean. It won't. Anything that comes, it comes in clarity. It's definitely not going to come in confusion. You know what I mean. And yep. anything that's confusing. You know, you just weed that shit out like, oh, we ain't studying them. You know what I'm saying? We already know what they be by. You know, if they come, they come, they don't, they don't. It is what it is, you know. It, well, and, and that's the thing. And then on my mom's side of the family, it's just like, it's a, it's a lot of things that I just don't care for anymore. Like, I, like, and, like, I haven't seen a lot of them since of my aunt passed last August. Like, I just have, it's like on, on this side of the family, the only time we gathering is for funerals. Not even right. graduations no more. It's just funerals. And, right. and like you said, they getting older and stuff like that. A lot of them setting their ways and stuff like that. And then there's just a lot of things, especially personal things that happen, especially when my aunt passed, that I just don't, I don't care to see them. I got, and on me personally, on that side of the family, I got two more funerals to go to. My grandfather, this this about to turn 100, and my mom. I ain't got no other funerals to go to. And it, and it, and that's a problem, because I because I've always, throughout the years, been, um, Family, 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 family. Until mm -hmm. family, they don't give a fuck. That's true. You know what I'm saying? That's on, true. Like on my on my dad's side, a lot of my my family members are actually making efforts. Like I could, if one of them hit me and say, hey, "Man, you want to come over for Thanksgiving?" I would have went. But they were all doing their own things and stuff like that, uh, and doing what they supposed to. But if I got a text, "Hey, man, come over," I'd be like, "All right, I would have went." Mm -hmm. you know? Right. But. The I like the, the wedge in our family is communication. Communication. I feel like and that's in most especially up in this region, up this way, the, the family is a foreign concept. It is really yeah, the family there there are complete families up here and stuff like that. And like Africans, domestic stuff like that. But in the black community, in the hood, stuff like that, families are a foreign concept. Then when when I on Thanksgiving night, I went out to eat. I went out and literally, I went out to eat at a restaurant, and every single restaurant I went, up, I was up uh, downtown DC, and every single restaurant on that block was jam packed with people, either by themselves or they was with some, like with one one other person. No family stuff, no none of that. Mm. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Jam packed. So and you know, another reason why it sometimes. And it's not that people don't want to get together, especially doing the family thing. Um, like, let's just get, let's, you know, the holiday just passed Thanksgiving. You know what I mean? Um, 
if somebody's hosting it or whatever, that shit is a lot of work to be cooking all that damn food and all that kind of stuff. Like yep. you be tired, you know, especially if you're doing it by yourself. Um, well, you don't well, have a lot of help, you know, things like that. It could be very tiring. When when, when we did when, when they want to deal with it, or they work all the way up into the day, especially when it falls the way it falls sometimes, you know what I mean? Yep. This this year it felt like during the week. I remember maybe like a couple of years ago, it fell on the weekend. So that's something different, you know, if uh it falls on the weekend. Thanksgiving is always the second to last. It's Thursday. always the third, what Thursday or something like that. I don't know where my phone is. Yeah. It's always the third Thursday, but it's like the way it failed this year was so weird. Yeah, it seemed like it was so rushed. Yeah, because let me go back. What year we in right now? Well, what's the thing? And then not, not only that, like for instance, when we did our family reunion, that shit was like we did like a potluck. Everybody bring something. You know what I'm saying? Okay, now look at this. Uh, third Thursday. Yeah. Next year. 2024, because it don't always fall on the fucking Thursday. Next year, 2024, the third Thursday in November is the 22nd. That's not Thanksgiving. What day is it? It's the th it's a Thursday. I mean, Thanksgiving what? next year is on the fourth Thursday, the 28th. What? Yes, that's what I was saying. Like the way it fell, it just seemed like it was so rushed. Now the now think just think about that, how it fell this year on the what twenty third or whatever. Yeah. And then next year is gonna fall. That's normally that's at the end of the month. Yeah. Yeah. Well, the yeah. last week of the month. So <laughs> you can prepare, like say, oh, okay, well maybe I can take that Wednesday out. Well, it's already the end of the month. I can take that Friday and Friday Saturday. But I don't know. It just seemed like it was so rushed this year. Yeah, it was like, yeah. And, and, and do you know what else, though? I, I feel like that another reason, especially in the in the black community, I, I another thing that there's, there's breaking up the, the families and stuff like that is that the I, I feel like the younger generations uh, don't respect their elders anymore. So they, they, they's like, because of the way they, like, they're moving out here in the streets, disrespecting old people and jumping old people and stuff like that. But I feel like the, the younger in the family don't respect their elders no more. So they don't they don't care to be around. They don't care to get to know them. They don't care to want to know the story. They they don't they don't care about getting together. None of that stuff. But again, I mean that's not for them to. I feel like you know if you're a child living in some in your parents' household, that's not that's not your decision to make. What? No, no, I'm not saying. You know that. I mean, I'm talking about the twenty somethings. A lot of them don't yeah. care. A lot of them, a lot of them move away and have no desire coming back. At all, mm -hmm. you know I can see that. Yeah, and, and then not it's not everybody though. You know, it's still some some yeah, families yeah. that's close knit trying to hold on to it. Yeah, but but there are there. Maybe it's just up here because I know when when I seen when I was down south in Texas, Louisiana, places like that, I I got a chance because I haven't been in a real 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 family union unit since I was young. You feel what I'm saying, like. Where it was like I seen my dad and my mom together and all of us in one house, stuff like that. And we did stuff with all my aunts and stuff like that, right? And then mm -hmm. went and all the way up until my grandmother passed. You know what I'm saying? Well, I, I seen what the family unit looked like. And that family, no matter what, no matter if we're beeping with who or in the family, stuff like your that. Your ass gonna come. Yeah, your ass gonna come. You gonna be there. Um, <laughs> yeah. 
like I said, up here, I've seen, you can see on TV, news articles, stuff like that. Um, relatives shooting their relatives over dice games, girlfriends, stuff like that. Going to jail for life, killing their own fathers. You know what I'm saying? Shit like that. So it's like, what, what, what really caused that break? Like, I mean, that's one of the things I, I'd be curious about. What caused that strain? Um, individualism. You know, like as a community, everybody want to be individualized and not sticking together, and you know, networking and actually building. Let me tell you something. A spider can't build no web that don't goddamn connect. You know yeah. what I mean? Yeah. So you have to connect. Yeah. You have to connect. You, you have to connect. You can. That's that's where that's where we have a disconnect because we have gone away from connect connecting. A lot of these families that are still holding on to you know family it's, events, family items. Is somebody there that's still connecting them? Like what you said, it might be a grandma, granddad, auntie, old auntie, or old uncle, something like that. You know, that's still connecting them, and they're trying to preserve that. But I, it's like once that is gone, some families don't know how to keep that going yeah. and yep. keep it together, stay connected. Yep. So everybody just kind of go their own way. They be like, "Oh well, shit, grandma did. What the hell? You know what we doing? You know I, what I mean?" I, yeah, I feel like on my mom's side of the family, I feel like once the, the elders, all of the elders start going away, they, there's never going to be another gathering ever again. Yeah, and that's what me and my cousin and them trying to kind of do. Yeah. We're trying to um, get that back together because I have kids, you know, and when we was all younger, we grew up together. We went over grandma house, grandma had everything. You yeah. know what I mean? So we was there for everything. It'd be like, hey, I'm going down grandma's house for the summer. We like, yeah, we'd be outside walking to the to the to the, the river and playing mm -hmm. you know, they're helping granddaddy gardening and right like, that, like climbing the pear tree. Like exactly. It was, it was a break, it was a break from the city environment. We would actually be out there in the country, like barefeeted in the grass, playing volleyball, getting up early, doing dumb chores, cutting mm -hmm. grass, you know what I'm saying? It's not like that anymore. Like yeah. what you said, you know, people um once they get to a certain age and they are able to, you know, get up and move away, they haul ass. But the people that do come back are the people who, like I mentioned before, is something that's holding still holding that family together. It might be an old mom, grandma, something like that. I gotta go see my grandma. You know what I mean? I gotta go see my granddad. You know what I'm saying? And the, they're holding on to that. So yeah, what's that? Yeah, no, I agree. But, but uh, going back to what, what I was saying about the youngest, like what uh, a good example of like the youngest not respecting their elders and stuff like that, and families breaking apart. Look at the thing that just happened with Ti and his son. He 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 literally had to check his son in public and choke his son out in public. You know I ain't saying? see the choke out part, but I saw a couple of videos of. Excuse yeah. me. Him saying that you know the show was fake and how he wanted to, he was a grandma's boy. He wanted to go to his grandma's house and play outside, and they were saying about he was crying and wanted to go with over there, and then he tried to make it seem like you know that you know Ti and Tiny just sent him over there and all that kind of stuff like that. It was real crazy. Yeah, yeah. I, Disrespectful. There, there are other instances of that. Uh, other instances of uh, things like that. Uh, 
um, people disassociating themselves from their families and stuff like that. They're like, they just don't want no no parts of dunes to to do with it. They're like, hey man, they cool, but like, and especially mm-hmm. during this, I feel like during this time of year, it's very very important that families and stuff unite and get together and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. But, but that wedge, that wedge be so strong. You like, and then mm-hmm. and, oh, you know, we get stubborn. We get stuck in our ways, yeah. like like. Well, and then then on another thing is, you know, like what you said, what you mentioned about, you know, you and your cousin sitting down and planning it. It's like nobody wants to do it by themselves. You know what I mean? It's a lot of strain to plan stuff and entertain people like, come on, what happened to everybody just contributing? Like what you said, like, hey, we got something going on, you know, brain this, brain that, you know, we're going to be here, such and such and such. Like when you when it comes down, like putting something together and planning something, that's a lot of work when yep. it comes to a lot of people. You know what I mean? Yep. And that's why, that's why, like, I, I have friends. I have friends that I, I feel are more close-knit to me. Like, your family to me. You know what I'm saying? That, like, you know what I'm saying? We talk all the time and stuff like that. My partner face, Orlando. You know what I'm saying? I have people that I feel that are more, that are closer to me than mm-hmm. some of my friends. And that's the change. You know what I'm mm-hmm. saying? That's what made me come up with this on my head. Let me see it. I can't see it. Loyalty makes... I can't see the rest. It's, it's Loyalty a, makes you what? It says, it says blood makes you related. Loyalty makes you family. Okay. You know what I'm saying? And I be selling these hats based off of, based off of my, my second book, A Betrayal of the Black Bastard. But not only that, but it that's some thoughts that was running in my mind. Like, hey, this shit right here the truth. Like, because I really do. I have military, I have military family that I consider closer than some of them. Like, I can do, I can call them right now. I'm like, hey, man, we're, we're going yeah. here and have Thanksgiving. And everybody be like, hell yeah. Just tell me what I need to bring. Look, I'm going to say this, and this might sound crazy. Mm-hmm. I don't I don't have, well, you know, outside of you, but I don't have no military family <laughs> <laughs> at all. I can't. Pick up my phone and be like, "Oh, so and so was in the military with me. Oh, I got that. Well, I got you know one young lady or whatever, but we don't talk that much because uh, you know people you know live their own lives. But when we talk, you know, we talk. But oh, man, uh, outside of that or her, Orlando, I can I can just call people. Like, hey, man, I don't really. Blah, blah blah. I'm about to pull up on you. Okay, I can call uh uh Carter. Remember he came on earlier. Mm-hmm. Robin, call him. Hey man, what's going on? I'm about to pull up. You know what I'm saying? So, mm-hmm. so what can we do? What can we do to fix the dynamic? Like, do we do do we go to each individual person and 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 try to sit down and and fix it? Like, what do we do? No, instead I of, think the, um, what we can do is um, like I guess kind of how me and my family getting back into it. Yeah. You know. Have little small things. Um, it may be something that might be a weekend trip for somebody, but it's a only it's a only like a one day thing. Start with small things, post it, talk. You know, family gonna talk regardless if you don't even talk every day. Somebody might call somebody or whatever out the blue and do it like a word of mouth. But once it's seen, something like consistent, I think that that can kind of build that rapport back up with everybody in the family. You know what I mean? Yeah. I think stepping into something 
big, um, like a family reunion when the family ain't had a reunion in like five years could be like a little bit overwhelming. You know what I mean? But if we're having like little small meetings, I'm not going to say, you know, small, but like, hey, you know, um, we'd um, pitch out, hey, we want to go ahead and uh, rent an Airbnb on Tybee Island and and put, pitch it out to five, like say we pitch out to five cousins and each one of them five cousins have four members in their family or something like that. That don't necessarily mean everybody going to come, yeah. but that means, oh, okay, well, we don't put this out here. You know what I mean? And if we can yeah. do that, people come, show up, and kind of be like word of mouth, like, hey, like next time you might you might see a, your own cousin at a like an event, like, damn, hey, what's up, girl? How you doing? Blah blah blah. Did you go to such and such? Oh no, you know, let me get a number or let me get the page or whatever. Like, hit me up or whatever, whatever, so I can know about the next one. I think that's how, just like promoting, just like promoting, just kind of gotta get gotta get out there and put it out there, and as more people start hearing about it, hearing about you know the um, activities and how much fun they had or, you know, how they enjoyed the experience, then I think that's how you can build it back up as a family. Because, you know, some some got to give in, in a, lot, a lot of family dynamics and stuff like that. So I'm going to, um, you know, I'm a, when I put this one up, I'm going I'm to fish, I'm going to put a poll up. Like, man, what are some suggestions to to fix the the black family dynamic? Because there are other Races of people that had these same problems too, but usually theirs is over like finances or and shit like that. Like uh, us, we just naturally just stop giving a fuck about each other. If that makes sense. Yeah, and also um, a lot of other uh, races. I'm gonna say, well, ethnicities. I'm gonna say, um, like <laughs> black people. Us as a black people. You know, we have this mentality like, oh, I can't hear you. No, no, I said, oh, no, there you go. I was, well, uh, this is black people. I was say, <laughs> broken for a long time. But it's yeah, we've been broken for a long time. But, but us as a yeah. um, black people, we have this concept. Um, once you get 18, you got to get the fuck out of my house. You yeah. know what I mean? And a lot of other, you know, um, races and ethnicities don't believe in that they'll as long as a child is working going to school or something like that it can be a whole ass of people standing in the house together and they're sharing the responsibilities so that people can stack their money and do what they need to do like they're helping each other so and i think when it comes like that hell like hey i'm out on my own let's just say you know grandma ain't here you know no more i don't feel the need i need to be a part of that um family event you know what I mean? And it and it's just like so, what you said, it becomes something where we only get together for funerals. So so there's an article, there's an article in the Black Wall Street Times, right? Because there's the Black Wall Street Times. And mm -hmm. the name of the article is Black Family Structure in Decline Since the 1960s. The home effect. Of course. But, yeah, I believe I believe everybody should um everybody should read this. Yeah, right. post it on the um on the video when you post it. I got yeah, I am, I am. I firmly believe everybody should should read this article because it's powerful and it has a lot of the the issues that the black family has and why uh it's been breaking down. Whether it's from um the inner city cities being uh, decimated, stuff like that. Like it, it breaks down a lot of things. 
it's actually a good good little read. But it's it's but it's a, a black family structure in decline since the 1960s. It's a, a home of that. Yeah. So, yeah, yeah, that's a good one. It's a real good one. But yeah, man, I think yeah, I we think, I think we hit on hit on it today. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We hit on it today, you know what I'm saying? And we kept it, we kept it kind of uh G today, because you know what I'm saying, we weren't cracking too many notes because because this yeah. is the real kind of matter. Yes, I believe in um the family thing because like I said, like how you say you grew up, you know, I grew up knowing and seeing, you know, yeah. what family is about, whether yeah. it's good and the bad, you know, they might be arguing, whatever, whatever, but we still put the differences aside and to come yeah. together. And now that I'm older and I have my own children, it kind of makes me feel sad that I can't give them the same things that I had when I was younger because you know, my mom deceased, my dad deceased, both of my grandparents on both sides are deceased, you know what I'm saying? And um, um, they do have their grandma and granddad on their dad's side, and then their great grandma um, from, you know, his mom and yeah. stuff like that still living. But we live here, you know what I mean? And it's not so much that we go back and forth and the mama still working like she be like everybody be having their own thing you know what i'm saying yeah. like everybody living their own life like she has changed. like everybody be having their own thing that they got going on and stuff like that so i want to try to give them more of that um experience you know yeah. what i mean well, you yeah. can't get that back that's childhood memories that's the damn little funnest times you don't ever had you know what i mean <laughs> and then on top of that i want them to know who their people are i got people everywhere <laughs> jersey cali ohio pa everywhere you know what i mean so yep. hell yeah well man that shit man that was yeah that about sums it up though but i mean i'm gonna i'm gonna sit down and i'm gonna do the pros and cons i'm gonna reach out to my my cousin i'll be like I'm yeah, do it, man. You can't give up on it. As much as it's frustrating as it could be, yep. you know, you can't give up on it. And I'm, that's what me and my cousin was talking about this weekend. I'm going to tell my cousin, I'm like, we should have a family reunion next year in Magic City. <laughs> what? <laughs> I'm like, what you want to yeah. do? We can have it in Magic City. <laughs> no. No. I, I know all the dudes going to show up. <laughs> Definitely, all the dudes gonna show up. Yeah, with no money. I thought you was paying for it, cause of. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, man. So with that being said, man, family matters. Mm -hmm. That's right. Whether it's blood, whether it's not, find right. your find your tribe. I guess that's the messaging behind this. Find your tribe, or try to fix the tribe that you got. That's right. And that's been mm -hmm. something. That sums it up. Right. Shoot, we done hit that on. What we going now to community, community events? I got community some community events coming up. And I know it's if you got any black businesses you want to shout out. Community. Okay, so it's a community event and it's also like a black promoter right so um on december 23rd from 8 p.m to 2 a.m is the event by grown folks at the event center on bar street okay early bird tickets are 15 dollars 
and the what the hell? I can't even see. They're gonna have VIP seating and wine and bottles and all that. But um, yeah, so this is by this is an event by grown folks, and you can find this on Eventbrite, and it's called the Old School Saturday Part Two, and it's December twenty third downtown. Okay, I'm gonna go back. My eyes hurt. <laughs> now I'm looking like I can't see. Like, oh, the warranty, the warranty running out. No, don't say that. Don't say that. Hold on, it was another one. It was black business. I can't find it right now. But anyway, I'm gonna move on to my next one. Okay. Oh, there it is. I found it. So it's the uh, <laughs> remember Luther, the remembering Luther Vandross, and it's actually this Saturday at 7 p.m. at the Miller Theater. You can find the tickets on Eventbrite, and this promoter is actually um, Black on Promoter, and it's going to be starring uh, Cedric Bowler. Wait, wait, and... wait! Think about dancing with your father, Luther. Yeah, like they do a tribute to him, like every year, every Christmas type thing. Like remember, and Luther, remembering Luther, Luther from, Luther from Augusta. No, this guy who's going to be performing his stuff is called uh, Cedric Bowler. No, no, this is just kind of like a tribute type of thing that they do. Yeah. And um, this local promoter guy, I believe it's, um, I believe that dude's name is uh, Cedric or something like that. So um, what, 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 huh? made, what, what made him memorize Luther Vandross songs? What you mean? Luther Vandross got some good songs now. Don't do that. I'm just asking. Don't do that at all. Luke. Oh, yeah. yes, yes, that Luther. What is it? What is it? Here and now. Yes, I like that song. But anyway, the last one is uh, Food Truck Friday. Okay, it's on December eighth at five p.m. It's actually um, right here, close to me, off of Peach Orchard Road. And there are going to be plenty of Black-owned vendors there. Shout out to my girl Cassandra for her soul food truck and a couple of other ones. So don't, you know, so don't meet me there. Beat me there. The food truck, man, Tobacco Road been, been, um, been. That is, that's off to, yeah. What's going on with Tobacco Road, man? Man, you know, Tobacco Road just. It just be off the chain sometimes, but they move this back and forth. Like say that they've been moving this back and forth, this food truck thing. So it's normally off a of tobacco road, but they're trying it at the um the AG center this time. And it's probably like just a little, a little bit down the street. It's not that far. Okay. From tobacco road. He should do some James Brown or something. I'm I'm still what 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 kind of Luther music you can sing that's gonna get the crowd just into it? What you mean? House is not a home. All kind of stuff. Superstar. Come on now. Maybe I have to go back and listen to some Luther. Yeah, you need to go back and listen to some Luther. I, I can if see you don't know about that Luther, then you just a mess. I'm very white. But Luther. No. Maybe, maybe I just need to go revisit the catalog. Please do. I ain't got no ass listening to no Luther. Please do. <laughs> 
Yeah, you got some real. You look. You say you busting everybody down. So go ahead and put that loop on. Put that loop on there. Yes. Oh. <laughs> okay. Let me see here. And this is my last one. Okay. It's the Xmas comedy show. Ho ho ho! Four comedians are coming to town, ready to make you laugh. Aaron Jenkins, EJ Mack, and your host, Mister Two Plus Three. Um, your headliner is a EJ Rogers, and that's going to be December 15th at 9 p.m. at 1515 North Lake. The head sound like a, a, a Waffle House cook. <laughs> right. <laughs> right. He's going to show up with his, with his shirt still on. What package? Look, look. With waffle juice on. <laughs> Let me tell you something. I don't know what is going on in the water here? Yeah, but these people out here in the gust, they off the chain. What happened? That's off the chain. They having all kind of stuff. Granted, you know I be in the house some of the you know most of the time, but when I can get out the things, I definitely get out the things. Yeah. And I just kind of like be mad. See, you you can go. I'd be like, oh shit, they got that going on. Like if I don't ride by it, or if I really don't look for it, I don't know what's going on. Hey, listen, I be getting invited to events, and then when I be out working events, people like, "Well, I got this going on. You should come to this." I'm like, "Oh, okay." See, see, I'm getting, I'm, I'm getting there. I'm getting there. Yeah, I think, yeah. um, I need a new work schedule. Yeah, and then what's the? I'm, I'm gonna, t- I'm gonna talk to you about something when you, when you, when we get off of here too. Okay. All right. Now you done with your community meetings? Yes. Okay. That's all we got. We ain't got that many this, this week. Community events, December 1st, this week. That's they Friday. Have, Friday. They have a veterans business pop-up. December mm. From 5 p.m. to 9 p.m. It's in uh, Woodbridge, 15,001 Potomac Place. 15,001 Potomac Place. Veterans business pop-up. Yes, indeed. Veteran business. Yes. Pop. All right. My next one is the holiday market at Springfield Mall. The holiday market. They're going to have What's the holiday market? businesses and vendors and veteran vendors and stuff out there. That mm-hmm. one is December, um, December the 8th through the 10th mm-hmm. from 10 a.m. to the mall close. Oh, wow. Is that yep. mall? Okay. It's inside the mall. So not only do you have the shopping at the big stores, you're going to have the small businesses out there charge you $20 more for a t-shirt that you can get in Target. <laughs> Damn. And motherfuckers don't be understanding the price point. They be like, well, if Gucci charges $70 for a shirt, I can charge $70 too. Like, Gucci been Damn. in the 70s. You just started this brand two weeks ago. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> right. Right. But look, man, it is what it is. Don't sell yourself short, I guess. I don't know. No. But the holiday market, uh, December 8th through 10th, 10 a.m. to the mall closed at Springfield Mall. And the one on the 8th through the 10th, I'll be there. Selling books. Hopefully, they don't, hopefully me selling books, they don't set me up next to the bookstore. Uh, be be counterproductive, but that's where I'm going to be at. Selling books. Doing my thing. That's right. Do your thing. Yep. 
With that being said, that is community event. That's it. Do, 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 do. What you got for read of the week this week? Read of Paramount. Read of the week. So I figured Diddy already got the shit going on with Cass. Oh Cassie. my god, yes. Diddy, Diddy already got the shit going on with all the sexual assault charges. Diddy already got the shit going on with all these uh lady boys and, and dudes coming out the closet and saying he been sleeping with them. Mm-hmm. Um Diddy already trying to give people their publishing back. He did he already stepped down as the chairman of Revolt, right? Mm-hmm. So I say, fuck it, let's just keep kicking the wine down. So, <laughs> <laughs> this read of the week is by one of his former artists and ghostwriters named Mark Kirk. And this book, it, it shed a lot of light in his hmm. face. He was Diddy's right hand man. Like, you know, the song, um, um, with the joke with him and Nelly and all that stuff, he was a dude. He was in the video, and a lot of the videos Diddy was in when he was in there dancing in the shiny suits. Mm-hmm. This dude was in there. His name is Mark Kerr. He's mm-hmm. a songwriter. He's a songwriter, producer, and a ghostwriter. Right? Mm-hmm. He wrote for Diddy, and he exposed so much stuff. How he drove Craig Mack to um, his point. How G like he abandoned G Dev. How he abandoned G Dip, how uh, Loon went to jail, all this stuff. Like he talks about all this stuff in the book, how he abandoned Shine, stuff like that. And he, the way he feel, he talked about in this book, the way. So what people don't know about Big is Big was damn near broke. He was out doing all this stuff, but Big was damn near broke. So in this book, he put he felt like Diddy had something to do with Big dying, but Big was in the process of starting his own record label. And leaving Bad Boy. What? Yes, and he because he was there from the beginning. Mark Curry was there from the beginning. And so the name of this book is "Dancing with the Devil: How Puff Burned the Bad Boys of Hip Hop." Oh wow! Yep, "Dancing with the Devil: How Puff Burned the Bad Boys of Hip Hop." And you know, a lot of people be trying to make stuff up. And stuff like that, but all throughout all these years, you had the locks talking about throwing refrigerators off the roof on him. You had Mace that hated him. You know what I'm saying? You you had like his artists have either all died, broke with nothing, or went to jail for him. Oh hell no! He been, he been screwing people over. He been screwing people. Uh, the chick from Danny Decane, Audrey O'Day, whatever her name is, she's going mm-hmm. ham on these podcasts talking about how how horrendous it was working with him. So look at the band. Where where they at now? I don't know. You see what I'm saying? So, but this is an excellent read. Dancing with the Devil, How Puff Burned the Bad Boys of Hip Hop by Mark Curry. Mm. And that is my read of the week. Read of the week. All right. With all that positivity, <laughs> you come with the dumbass. Got to come with the dumbass. The negativity. Now, this young man threw his life away. Matter of fact, I don't even want to get into this young dumbass because he's underage. He's only 16. No, don't do it. Yeah, yeah. He's a young dumbass. He's a, a, a child that's going to jail the rest of his life. And he looks like a child. Like, dude looks like a little boy. 
What did he do with that? In Georgia? When he below Mason Dixon line as uh states? He did. He did it in Tulsa, Oklahoma. Oh yeah. Yeah, so um yeah, he's um uh, he's in juvie to return eighteen. I don't think it, the way he look. I don't think he's gonna do too much growing in these next couple of years. So he about to be in the, in the he about to be in to get passed around cigarettes. We ain't even gonna get into that one. All right. Mm-hmm. So, um, this lady is an unnamed lady, right? Unnamed lady. Yeah, she don't have no name. Maybe she was a, a legal. So they they still trying to figure out what her name is, right? Okay. So she got arrested. For a basic travel stop, unknown okay. lady driving just okay. left from Mexico City and made it all the way to the border of Texas, right about to cross the Oklahoma where she had to go. Uh-huh. She was almost there. Only thing she had to do was make it to uh, across the border to Wichita Falls. That's where she was going. Uh-huh. Right, got uh-huh. stopped right at the fucking border for a traffic. Uh, traffic stop. So when she get pulled over, they asked for ID. She ain't had none. Right? They asked her where she was coming from. She said, I just came back from vacation. Mm-hmm. They said, prove it to us. You don't got no luggage. Right? Mm-hmm. You put luggage in the car. She said, oh, yeah. Don't, I, I was on vacation. She said, well, show us a receipt from the hotel. Even though the police crossed the boundaries, asked these questions. Right? But they didn't see any luggage in the car. They didn't she didn't open the trunk with her. She, all she had to do was say, my lungs is in the trunk. Police can't make you un- open the trunk unless you got, they got probable cause. Right? Mm-hmm. Only what they could see within the vicinity, the compartment of the car. Right? So she kept, all she had to do was stick to that story. But she kept changing her story. Oh, yeah, I was just at a friend house. Oh, yeah, I was at, on vacation. Oh, yeah, I went to go see family in this place. So down in this place. So no ID, change the stories, right? Mm-hmm. Not only did she, not only was she illegal, undocumented illegal, right? Mm-hmm. Actually got back and forth across the borders. As, as I know, maybe she was already here. Who knows, right? But <laughs> her stupid ass, this is why she's getting dumb ass a week. Fuck is she talking about? This lady had 68 pounds of meth hitting their tires. 68 what, like the tire wells? In her tires. She had she had a tire in the trunk. The spare was filled, right? Mm-hmm. And she gave them, them consent to search her car. So once they found the meth, because it, it was residue around the tire, they went and called the dog. Right? Damn. They went and called the dog. The dog came and sat down by all fucking four times. Damn, not Lassie. I'm call Lassie. She had meth in all four of the tires and the spare. 68 pounds of meth was hitting in uh, her tires during this traffic stop. So this is why she's getting dumb as we fuck is you talking about? Mm-hmm. This dumb asshole or man or whatever it is, you you, you, I, you I don't know what to call him these days. Cause she got the look, she got the, the dude haircut, but she looked like a, a lady from the neck up. I don't know. We live in the mm. world that's very confused. We're very, very confused now. <laughs> I don't know, right? She get dumbass of the week because she gave the troopers consent to search her truck. 
Maybe she ain't know. She knew. She knew. Damn. She, she said she knew. She knew. Cause she went. She woman driving from Mexico to Oklahoma was caught with sixty-eight pounds of meth. It was found inside her tires. She knew it was there. She knew. She admitted that she knew. Damn. But, but instead of saying, "Hey, you know, no, I don't give you consent." You know, they got to go get the warrants. They got to do all that stuff. You know, unless they got probable cause, right? They, she didn't, they, they ain't had no probable cause. They could have just took her in for being undocumented and she would have been released back, like they're doing with the immigrants all over the country. She had been right. released out in the street. Right. It was in 24 to 48 hours. But right. instead, her stupid ass gave them consent to search the vehicle. After they found... The dope and that one time the dog came and sat by all the times, and that's why this stupid um it looked like a woman, but it's a look like a dude too. Is getting dumbass dumbass of the week. Fuck is you dumbass. talking? See? Uh I think that's a woman. Is it? Yeah. Uh, I think that's a woman. Well, this this is my dumb ass of week. Fuck is she talking about? Stupid. Mm. Um, only had to do was I would have let him take me in for the lesser charge. <laughs> I ain't got no, I ain't got no idea, I ain't got nothing. You want my name? Okay, here you go. Worst they would have done was send her to a send her to a uh a ice camp. You know what I'm right, saying? Right. Send her to one of the, the holding holder camps. But now Baby, in Texas, since eight thousand milk, you about to sit down for ten or fifteen. So stupid, stupid ass. Damn. <laughs> Damn. My dumb ass of the week, man. All right, all right. <laughs> <laughs> well done. Well, look, moving right along. That Ooh. lady was goddamn traveling, and you know what our next topic is? It's traveling to. Well, she tried to travel and get around that across that border, but they got ass. Yeah, yeah. My travel tip is, um, I know we spoke briefly about mentioning something maybe like two weeks ago about the uh, military and veterans and first responders having a, um, you know, discount for the Margaritaville. Yeah. But the Margaritaville got something else going on. The Cyber Monday cruises, uh, for two from eighty nine. Plus a free ocean view upgrade. Go ahead and go on Margaritaville. Let's see y'all. I'm going. I'm check them out. They got pa um, packages up to like thirty percent off. They have that under now. That one that we were talking about. The other one was the um, Ultimate Paradise Heroes Pass, and then they got an unlimited um, Paradise Pass. They got three specials that's going on right now at Margaritaville, and you need to go ahead and check them out. Listen, that that one that was uh two hundred something bucks, and you could cruise as much as you want a year. If if I live in if I live in Miami, I would absolutely. And so, so you go on every other month. You can't go consecutive. So that yeah. means you got to go one month on, one month off, one month on, one month off. So so I I, I was talking to a um a lady on Facebook. They said she took Margarita Bill. She she told me she's like. Uh, the drink packages suck. Don't waste your money in the drink packages, but the drinks are cheap or whatever case it may be. And then she said one of the hours they go to, then she said Margaritaville is like a shuttle too. She's like one of the hours that they, they went to, she's like people was getting off with their luggage and staying there. Mm-hmm. I yeah. know one that I um looked up that they go to is the uh 
the Grand Bahama Island. Yeah. So it, that's it, probably it, what it is. They go to that Grand Bahama Island, drop their ass off, it, and then it, come it, back. And, and think about that. You pay you pay 89 bucks. You talk about 89 bucks for two people. And you go to the Bahamas, you go to your resort, and then you pay another $89 for two people mm-hmm. to, to go back when you're done with your vacation. Man, that, that sounds like budget traveling to me. Yeah, yeah. And another thing is, who gives a fuck about the drinks? You know, it's always going to be where you can go ahead and get some drinks. You know I what I mean? I'll bring mine with me. You already know. Exactly. You know, we, we'll smuggle the fuck out some shit. Yeah, facts. You know that what I mean? Real travel tip. Buy them, buy them goddamn uh, shampoo flasks. Yeah. Shit. Yeah. You say what? The what kind of what? The shampoo flask. You want to see one? Yeah, let me see it. Go on and get it right now. Oh shit, we need the legs too. Sound like you beating somebody up back there. Oh yeah, now nah, I'm right here. Look, so you can carry these, you can roll these up, fill these up and put them in your shoes, socks, and all that stuff. And these come with the little lids you can screw on and you just roll it up. And you just suck it, but I got the real, real big ones too, right? And How it, you it, gonna roll that up if it got look in it? it that, they are made to roll up like that. It got little, it got little clips on it, and you roll it up, and you just suck it in. Let me right? see what that is. Shampoo flash. You stupid. <laughs> <laughs> so when when you get these right, let me just pull them out right? and screw yeah, off. You gotta make sure you get the little lids. Like you know how you get the little plastic lids when you gotta peel it off. Mm-hmm. They sell those, they sell those separately. So you gotta make sure you get those and you put it on in. And then um once you push the top on, it seals it. So if they take the top off, it's gonna be sealed, right? So they're gonna take the top off? No, no, they don't. Because okay, I, well, I can buy you can put a ziploc bag over that. So what I do is I put these in my hygiene bag, right? I put these in my hygiene bag. And stick them in there, and then I stick the other ones because I have like six of these. I put them in my hygiene bag. I put them in my um. I put them in my luggage. But th- like these two little ones, I carry these on my person on the boat. I stick it in them my little, my, huh? Them little right there. What you got in your hand? No, a fifth of liquor could fit these. Oh, a, a full fifth right here. And then I got the, the big red ones. You can fit a liter in the, in the big red ones. But these right here, uh, you can fit a full fifth in these. And what about the, a Listerine bottle? Um, I don't know about you can do it, but you want it to be silly good. But the, like, the, but these, these, I tuck them in my carry on, and then I just walk straight on the boat with them. And then I'll be like, shit, these, and then I, and then I have the ones in the bag. So I always carry about five or six of these. Mm. So when when that drink actually start running low, I'm good to go. <laughs> and even even when I get off the boat, like I learned all the little tricks of the trade. Buy me a carnival cup, and then or a, a souvenir cup, and then instead of paying seventy dollars for a bottle on the boat, I go or a hundred dollars for a bottle on the boat. As soon as we get off of the port, I go to the port. I hit the duty free. Give me a little uh, a thirty nine dollar bottle of Henny or something like that. 
and I will fill my cup up right before I get back on the boat, and I just carry that right on the boat with me. Now I'll make you pour it out. I have a whole fifth of my damn my, my damn carnival cup, and I just walk straight on the boat with it. <laughs> what? Yeah, and I'll make you pour it out. I don't think they make you pour. I don't think they make you pour out with stuff that don't say carnival on it. Okay. Yeah. So now you know trips trips to the trade. I've been cruising for a long time. Yeah, I gotta call you on the offside. Yeah, but man, look, that was a good travel tip because I'm—I told you I'm doing Margaritaville, so I want to see what they talk. Yeah, about. I'm gonna—I think I'm gonna go ahead and set up a, margar- a Margaritaville too. But yeah. see, I got one more. Um, I got a credit for another carnival, so I'm—I think I'm gonna use that to uh me, you know, um, George and the kids going on a cruise for the spring break. I don't like doing no cruising in the goddamn. Uh, I don't. I'm not feeling the cruising during uh, hurricane season. You know what I'm well, saying? Spring, spring break gonna be expensive as hell because everybody gonna be out there with their kids. Well, we'll see. Yeah. But see, I, you know, spring break fall different for different states. You know what I'm saying? So yeah. we might get in that kind of early. We'll see. Yeah, but that that was a good travel trip, man. It looked like we did other good show. Yeah, boy, I'm tired. Ah, look at my muscles. I know. I see. Welcome I, to the gun show. Welcome to the gun show. <laughs> this, this is the steak. <laughs> but yeah, man, this, this was a real, real good show. So tell everybody where they can find you. I'm sure they know where to find you. Look, y'all can find me on Instagram. What's my Instagram? April Miss Cutie. April Golden Garden. April Golden Goddess. Hold on, because I have like I tell you diet tell me it say one thing, but I know it say another thing because I made it. It says April Queenship. April Queenship Golden Goddess Miss Cutie Queenship. April Golden Goddess Miss Cutie Queenship. This is it, y'all. That's me. April Queenship. Y'all looking for me? Here I go. April Let's go. Oh, uh, yeah. So, y'all already know where to find me and everything. And I'm, I'm going to post all of our socials and all that stuff. In there. And again, I want to thank y'all for the continued support. I'm going to yes. uh, Yeah. We got a wrap-up. Um, We got a wrap-up for this year that, that Spotify sent. And on there, it said that we have a bunch of number one. This We're a number one podcast to a lot of listeners. So what? I, oh, that's why I mean. I got to get my hair done. Huh? I got to get laid. I got to get slayed. Yeah, so I really, really appreciate uh, all the support and all this stuff. Yes, and we do. Continue to listen because we're going to continue to drop some jams on here. And then we have an onslaught of uh, guests coming up. So this shit's about That's right. Stay tuned. Stay tuned. Stay tuned. We're getting bigger and better. Now, with that being said, Talk my shit. Uh, never hear Bill talk cheap. Sipping on mud, I'ma talk in my sleep. Whole brick of salt, what it cost my piece. 1500, what I got on my feet. This off white, what I got in my back. Selling off white, what I got in my pack. Don't play ball, what I play with them racks. City guild niggas don't know about sex. Just drop 30 in a 5.0. Roger gon' blow when I ride through slow. 20 by nines and the D's all go. BBS diamonds, yeah, I got that glow. Whoa.